Ready to find your next favorite podcast? Start here. Going to these huge shows, I was still heading back home to doctors and to do chemo. The unity and energy of those massive crowds was so inspiring. It gave me a new mission. Then we did the first Earth, Wind & Fire album for Warner Brothers. And then maybe eight months later, we did the second album for Warner Brothers called Need of Love. So in that way, I was gaining a lot of experience. I was learning how to be more creative because one of the things that Maurice wanted me to do was to kind of get out of thinking like a session player and think like more like an artist. Haydn may not have been the first person to compose symphonies, but he wrote over a hundred of them, more than anyone else. And he helped the symphony grow up. Today we explore three podcasts, all focusing on music. Get set for samples from Major Frequency, The Music History Project, and Classics for Kids. Welcome to Start Here from Cincinnati Public Radio. I'm Trip Eldridge. Each week we sample and highlight three podcasts to help you navigate the exploding podcast world and maybe find your next podcast obsession. Plus, get an email summary of each podcast we feature with our weekly Start Here email blast. Just go to wvxu.org slash subscribe and select the Start Here Blast email at the bottom of the page. And if you like what you hear, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. A five-star rating will help others find us in the iTunes gallery. With special thanks to Cincinnati Public Radio's Ronnie Salerno and Kevin Reynolds, let's start here. While podcasts generally focus on the spoken word, a powerful and largely unheard genre of podcasting is about and featuring music. There are podcasts to educate kids on classical music, explore the history of singer-songwriters, or even teach you how to employ music's restorative power. And on this episode, we introduce you to three very different musical podcasts that explore each of these realms. And we begin with a podcast from artist-producer Brandon Green, known as Major. His podcast, Major Frequency, centers on the intriguing premise that sounds heal you physically. Over his career, the Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter and powerhouse producer has worked with the likes of Justin Bieber, Drake, Sierra, and T-Pain, and countless others. And he uses those experiences as the basis for the 10-episode series as he travels to 10 different locations across the globe, learning about the restorative powers of music tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, which is different than the 440 hertz that long-standing tradition for musical notes. Major's journey is certainly a musical trip. Let's give you a sample of that trip or the episode of Major Frequency. In this clip, Major talks about the discovery he made while on chemo for cancer about the rhythmic healing forces of the universe in the form of his fans at his concert. Everyone's on the same vibe, on the same frequency, on the same rhythm. You can see their kind of their bodies moving at the same time. Just like a transcendent kind of experience. And they were all vibing to something that came to me when I was in a room solo. Going to these huge shows, I was still heading back home to doctors and to do chemo. The unity and energy of those massive crowds was so inspiring. It gave me a new mission. I started to think of ways to use music, sound, frequency, and vibration to actually help people out. It took me a while to figure out exactly how I wanted to approach this. And the music was just right in front of my face. Lately you've been making changes. I see you. Maybe you misplaced anger. I thought if I just wrote lyrics that were positive, uplifting, and inspirational, 
that it would automatically resonate with people because it would be lifting them up. But I noticed that the sales went down on some stuff, actually. I didn't even like it as much because it felt a little preachy. And I started to notice that I could have a greater impact if I figured a way to put the message subtle in the music. That was around the time when I was feeling kind of lost, kind of not sure how to find my way. I was living in Atlanta, just trying to figure out my next move when a book by this woman, Pam Grout, came into my life. It said, ask for a sign that there is a universal force. I think it's called an FP. I call it the field of infinite potential, or the FP, just because it makes it easy. That's the author herself. We're all a part of the fabric of this big, giant energy field. This field wants to interact with us. It wants to guide us. It wants to bless us. I mean, I feel like it's the nature of love. It's, it's the nature of perfection. Sometimes when I'm making music, I get a sensation in my body, um, like a spark or a shock. Our first music podcast about the healing powers of music. That's Major Frequency. Find more by choosing the podcast menu at wvxu.org and select Start Here. For our next music podcast, we turn to the National Association of Music Merchants, known as NAM. NAM launched their Music History Project podcast in 2017. Since then, the Music History Project podcast has featured episodes with the likes of Les Paul, Frank Zappa, Todd Rundgren, Earth, Wind & Fire, and hundreds more. The Music History Project examines the innovative creations, evolution of musical instruments, the changing world of music, and the artists that brought it to life. The NAM Oral History Program boasts over 3,000 interviews and is continually growing. So let's sample the Music History Project with the episode that features the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire. This clip features Earth, Wind, and Fire bassist Verdine White talking about the band's beginnings and specifically their first music recording contract before their first album. And, you know, then you know, one thing led to another, but I, it was when I came to California that I really started understanding recording, mm. the recording process, where I sort of found my, my voice, so to, you know, so to speak. And there's some wonderful recordings in those early days. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about some of those. Now, I don't know how early it is for you. Go back what you think is early. Well, when you first came out here and you started doing those gigs before Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, what we did, what we did, we did, um, the first two albums were on Warner Brothers. Uh, but then right before that, we had done a soundtrack called Seat Sweetback that Melvin Van Peebles had, uh, directed the film, and, uh, and we were the first African-American group, group of color doing um, a soundtrack. And that was a real different experience, because at that time, when you recorded a soundtrack, you did it on the big movie screen. So you were playing to the screen. You were playing to the screen. You know? So it was really a, a, an amazing process, and it was like a scary process, because Maurice was playing drums, because all those records, him and I played drums together, drums and bass, and, and, and I was so nervous, I was looking at him, he said, don't look at me, man, look at the screen. <laughs> look at the screen. And, uh, and you know, we were playing the scenes, you know, and we, you know, we'd stop, start, so it was a, an amazing process, and we did the full soundtrack in two days. Wow. And then uh, that same year, then we did the first Earth, Wind & Fire album for Warner Brothers, 
And then maybe eight months later, we did the second album for Warner Brothers called Need of Love. So in that way, I was gaining a lot of experience. I was learning how to be more creative because one of the things that Maurice wanted me to do was to kind of get out of thinking like a session player and think like more like an artist and find your voice and your sound. From the National Association of Music Merchants, that's the Music History Project. Listen more for the podcast at WVXU.org. Just choose Start Here. Our final music podcast this week is our own Cincinnati Public Radio's Classics for Kids. Classics for Kids is, of course, a radio program each week, as well as a podcast. It's a short six minutes long, the perfect length to introduce your kids to classical music in a fun and entertaining way. And with themes and episodes that connect to certain times of the year or relevant composers, Classics for Kids brings this timeless music to life for your whole family. Here's a sample of Classics for Kids from the series of episodes featuring composer Franz Josef Haydn. And although he was crowned the father of the symphony, he himself never had any kids. But that didn't stop people from turning him into a dad. Musicians who worked for Haydn were so fond of him that they called him Papa Haydn. And we know Haydn as the father of the symphony. Haydn may not have been the first person to compose symphonies, but he wrote over a hundred of them, more than anyone else. And he helped the symphony grow up. Because he spent most of his career cut off from the rest of the world composing for the Esterhazy family, as Haydn himself said, he had only his own imagination to depend on so he could experiment and do what he liked. That's Haydn's military symphony, named for the drums, triangle, and cymbals he used in it. For some reason, a lot of Haydn's symphonies wound up with nicknames. Soon after he went to work for the Esterhazys, the prince he served suggested that Haydn write a series of pieces like Antonio Vivaldi's Four Seasons, but named for times of day instead. So Haydn called his symphonies 6, 7, and 8, morning, noon, and evening. In his evening symphony, Haydn borrowed Vivaldi's idea of putting a thunderstorm into the music. Two of Haydn's symphonies have animal nicknames. The symphony number 82 is known as the bear because the last movement reminded people of the kind of music played for a dancing bear. And the next symphony, number 83, is called the hen because two different instruments make clucking sounds. First the violins, and then the oboe.
wrapping up our episode featuring music podcasts. That's Cincinnati Public Radio's Classics for Kids. Get more from Classics for Kids. Just visit the classicsforkids.com website or the Start Here link on the podcast menu at wvxu.org. Thank you for joining us for Start Here, Cincinnati Public Radio's Discovery Podcast. For more about other podcasts we like, check out the Start Here collection at wvxu.org. It's our new specially curated collection of podcasts we think you might enjoy. Plus, check out the local podcast collection, podcasts created right here in Cincinnati by our local creators. And remember, if you've got a podcast or an episode you'd like to recommend, email us at podcast at wvxu.org. I'm Trip Eldridge for Cincinnati Public Radio, and thank you for choosing to start here.